What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Thank you for joining us for the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. In with us today from Sierra Pacific Mortgage, Shelly Ferris is here. Hello, Shelly. Good morning, good morning. Shelly, I'm very excited about this topic today because I am not completely do-it-yourselfer, but I do try to be a good home, uh, uh, you know, I... Yeah, I, I know that there are certain things that you have to do with your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once you get it, you want to uh, be, uh, if you're blessed enough to have a nice place to live, you want to make sure that you honor that and take right. care of it. Maintenance, maintenance. Yes, and mm-hmm. it's very difficult in the winters. It's mm-hmm. very difficult because right. you're cold. You don't want to go out there. It's a lot you, to motivate through. Right. You barely <laughs> want to do your skincare re- regimen, but there's stuff you have to do with the house, <laughs> yes, too. Yes. And so we're going to cover some of that today. But Good. before we start talking about mortgages and, and remind everybody that you are a credit contessa. Oh, yes. And you can help people out Indeed. Uh, in weird uh, scenarios. Can you give us your NMLS number, Thank please? Thank you. Yes. So a little business, 367-826, and the branch is 1788. Now, we are going to cover some of that winter maintenance that you have to do in your house. Like, we're going to talk about ice dam removal and things like that. But in general, you are not the person that's up there taking care of these things. No, You're no. the one that actually gets us in the house. That's right? right. That's right. I'm the before you have the ice dam gal. That's right. me. Or after you have the ice dam gal, what do we do to finance fixing it or right. whatever? Right. No, I can help you with both of those things. Right. And I was thinking about you in earnest this week because I am in the process of doing my taxes. Oh boy. And so I was taking the <laughs> advice that you talked to me last year about, about things that I should do. Because last episode, we talked about non-qualified mortgages. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And can we just remind people what those are again, right. Shelley? So those are the out-of-the-box mortgages. If you've gone to a mortgage professional and tried to be pre-approved in the past and you've been told, oh... You're self-employed, so we right. have to calculate your income this way. Or, oh, you qualify for a $30,000 mortgage because of the way you do your taxes. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Listen, my payment is 1500 a month. How can you tell me I can't afford, you know, exactly. what I'm currently paying? And it's just the way we look at income. Well, there's a whole new body of lending called non-QM, non-qualified mortgage. So that sounds... Like, not how I really wanted it to sound. I know, but it's so funny that that's the (laughs) title. And I appreciate you, you know, stopping and going, yeah, I know it sounds like, you know, it sounds counterintuitive that that's the name of the product. Mm -hmm. Just like when we talk about first time home buyers, you go, okay, this is my second time buying a home and you have to pause this and go, but you still qualify. Right. So it is the um, acknowledging that you as a, as a potential purchaser, need to talk to a professional because the words are not always intuitive and there's no shame in you not understanding this as a layperson. Yes. And good for you for pointing that out too, Shannon, (laughs) because we in the business, we tend to talk in acronyms and we talk, probably faster than we should or because my mind is going so fast I'm already qualifying you before I'm even getting it out of my mouth. (laughs) Right. So, so yeah, these terminologies are odd and they're even odd to people in our 
own business. I mean, I I was talking to realtors all week long about non-QM product and Mm -hmm. they're not used to hearing these phraseologies. So it's not, it's not normal for anyone, not just a first time home buyer or second time home buyer. It's, it's odd in the industry. So yeah, we're going to uncover a little today. That's why I encourage people to make sure that they call. They can call into the Red Hot Real Estate Show at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And don't worry, Shelly will give out your personal number that they can call you as well to guard you know as you're working through the things sometimes it's just does this look right right am i doing myself a service by doing this with my credit paying off this bill doing this you know sometimes it's like if your general goal is financial independence and that home ownership is part of that general goal Mm -hmm. You just need to talk to a professional sometimes yes, yes. <laughs> and get a team. I have learned that. That's one of the things that I tell people all the time that they think um, it's really weird that I enjoy my job so much. I said, you know what? Between the Red Hot Real Estate show and the mom show, the shows that I host here on my talk, mm-hmm. I get a lot of information that I needed anyway. Right. So, yeah, right. So, you get to work and there's the Benny. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah. guys make my life nice. so much easier because when in doubt, I know that I have somebody that probably knows so much better than I do. So that if I'm floating around online and something pops up and I was trying to research it myself, if I get stuck in the weeds, I know that I get to come That's in it. and ask yes. you guys, what I'm does the this weed actually mean? Give me a call. Weed cutter, yeah. Shelly. So yeah. you weed cut in the summer and in the winter. We oh talk boy. about... <laughs> I stand. I stand. So earlier this week, it's so like, I think that this winter has been... Uh, particularly bothersome for uh, home ownership and winter care for your home. Right. You I know, agree. I went out and I knocked down all of the ice uh, sickles and one you. icicle has said legitimately become um, a stalactite, a stalactite. <laughs> and then it like was right above one of the bushes in my yard. So then that grew up. So it was a full, Lovely. it was a pole of ice now nice. is what I had. And I'm like, this cannot continue. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if you tried to stay on it, I know that there were reports all over the Twin Cities of running out of salt, running, you know, people couldn't buy roof rakes you know all these things and so ice dams which may have been a minor problem for a smaller group of people is probably something that's going to come up a lot this year i Mm -hmm. I agree yeah and as i drive through the cities we're always stunned you know look at that one look at that one they're all over the place (laughs) it's like seeing a glacier now that's unfortunate (laughs) that is not what we wanted at all when will they melt that's the question when 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 so when does it actually you know by definition how much ice do i have up there when is that (laughs) actually an ice dam that's a great question okay as a mortgage professional I do not know that, but I do know mm-hmm. that it's an indicator of lack of insulation. Okay. And it's an indicator of heat loss. And okay. that's how come you're getting that those ice stalactites yes. building up on mm-hmm. your homes. They can pull shingles off. They can yeah. pull your, your gutter system out. They can do, you know, rotting damage to your wood as they thaw. So they're important to take note of. It's yes. not, it's not a good time to be an ostrich and put your head in the snow <laughs> yes. and, uh, and forget about those ice dams. So it's good to call a professional. We had one scheduled today, but he was so busy with oh, ice sure. dam removal that he was not able to, to make it in. Mm-hmm. And I think too, the roads were, were a little bit uh, troublesome for right. him. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I had I had really good questions that I was excited to <laughs> learn about, about ice dams. I chatted with my husband, who's, yes. um, he's an expert about a lot of things. Oh, and, wonderful. Um, yes, I'm I glad know. that you so have lucky. that resource. I know, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I, all the computer stuff, all the, he's, that's his gig. So, I am not fortunate it. enough to have a husband at the time, mm-hmm. um, kind of thing, and I do not know if I ever want a husband again, but mm-hmm. I do have what I call my my current gentleman caller. And so I did ask him, okay, because yes. I knew we were going to 
talk about ice dams. And so I, if anybody has any suggestions on this, and you could tell me whether this is a good suggestion. So the number again for the Red Hot Real Estate Show is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. So Shelly from Sierra Pacific Mortgage, let me know if you've heard of this particular thing that you can do to uh, try and uh, cut down on some of the ice on your roof. What he told me to do is he said that I should get some of my salt, my like the sidewalk salt, okay. and put it in a sock. And then tie it okay. off like a tube socks. Tie okay. it off. And he said that I should lob it up on the roof. No way. Yeah. And he said that if I put it up there, then like near the middle of where the ice was accumulating and the like not far into the roof, but close to the ice shelf. Because I am con- I did knock down, as I said, the icicles. But now I'm concerned that this brick of ice is going this to fall down to me. Right. So yeah. you should ask your husband. And I, I just want to know if anybody listening <laughs> has heard of this particular what? thing or if it's that my particular gentleman caller is from Kansas and this is something that they do. <laughs> you cannot do it here i know maybe it does not work in the minnesota climate but that's what he told me he's put some awesome some never heard of that before i love it oh well maybe he's magical or maybe maybe it's just garbage i don't know shelly so i'm gonna try that when i get home unless somebody calls me and says that's terrible it will eat your roof apart right right but i don't know how it could hurt but I don't know. I don't. That's I don't a, know how I have too many. Either. I don't knows about yeah, the whole process. Yeah. But I mean, have you particularly mm-hmm. dealt with a number of clients that had to deal with ice dams before, uh, Shelley? Uh, mostly, I get involved after the fact. So okay. now you've had ice dam guy come out and look, and oh yeah, now you've got all this damage, and I can tell by looking that you know this is a recurring problem. This isn't a this year problem. Okay. And so now they've had rot damage, dry rot, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe they've had squirrels in their attic, oh, and they've. Yuck together yes. some of that insulation mm-hmm. and that's why the heat's escaping so okay. then that's where i can jump in and i can show you products and rehab loans and things of that nature that can help not only with that repair but others that you maybe have been putting off okay shelly we have a couple of callers that oh, called good. in so sonny who should we go to first of these callers i think they have suggestions for the question you asked. oh Fantastic. good okay who do you want to start with shawnee you uh, go ahead i and think pick for me. i think i think this is donna on the phone donna are you prepared to call into the red hot real estate show Ah, we're having phone issues again. Let's try this again. So we'll hold on for that. And Donna, if you have a, we'll just, uh, Sonny's going to work on that and see if she has a suggestion on what we can do. Like, I don't have a good on rake, you know, kind of thing that I could do. But I am open to suggestions on what I should do. So Sonny, you let me know if you have that figured out. Um, And so we are actually going to talk about those rehabs, what we can do with those kind of scenarios and what we have working on. And um, we're going to cover a number of items today on what you should do if you have um, some damage going on to your home. And we're going to get those questions answered Excellent. by our good friend from Sierra Pacific Mortgage, Shelly Ferris. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071, also available at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword Red Hot. I'm Miss Shannon, joined this morning by Shelly Ferris from Sierra Pacific Mortgage. And Shelly, we were talking about ice dams earlier and how we can maybe prevent having too much ice on our things. And so I threw out this particular tidbit and then encouraged everybody to call in and let us know if I was, if my particular, I know it sounds weird that I call on my current gentleman caller, but you're in that gray area and that sounds like a good thing. You know, that's a good thing. So, um, but he had suggested that I take ice and I put it in a sock and then throw it up. I'm sorry, salt. take salt and throw it yes. in a, uh, up on the roof. And then Donna called in and she said that that was mostly a good idea, but she actually one-upped it. And so, Shelly, what Donna said was that I should use old nylons, like use a nylon instead because it's thinner material. Yes. And then she also said that there was like bigger salts, like almost golf ball size. And she suggested that I let my son throw them up there and that he would really like it. Awesome. I just have to make sure that he doesn't like put... <laughs> 
Olive, did you see Olive Dominic? Is yeah. Oh, Dom, I love it. If I go, you get to throw this on the roof, he'll go, really? Yeah, that's awesome. I <laughs> so love I guess it. there's like tennis ball sides things okay. that I can put there that'll help with the gutter. So Only in Minnesota. We yeah. always <laughs> encourage you to call it if you have any tips for that's us awesome. here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Again, the number is 651-641-1071. And, and Shelly, we were talking about maybe you didn't get these tips well enough in advance. And you actually have had somebody come up and go, nope. The squirrels have eaten away part of this. There's a problem going on and you have to do some rehabilitation to your home. You can help us get those kind of loans. So when we have the alphabet soup of loan products out there, when do I see these kind of loans? What are they called? So this is a body of lending called rehab lending. Okay. And so you can you can do this. You can use this type of lending for lots of different Lots of different things. So, for example, let's say that you bought a cabin and you and you want to doze it over and rebuild. You mm. can use a rehab loan. You let's say that you bought a house and it needs maybe some ice dam repair and maybe some other things. Maybe right. when you moved in five years ago and it has red countertops in the kitchen and you're kind of tired of the red countertops in the kitchen, it's time to move on. Okay. Maybe you need new carpet. Maybe all these things can be done with a rehab loan. So what you do is you get bids. Okay. For these items that you're looking to repair, buy a professional. Yes. So let's be real. So not clear. your cousin. No, I get that. And not or your or maybe you might be good at it. My ex husband is right. a contractor, but he can't do this himself. You know, right. I get that. He has to go and get. You have to get a company, licensed and bonded company. And gotcha. the re- people ask me that all the time. Why not? My cousin Vinny will help me right. save money. Why would you want me to spend more money? I than saw what he's it on gonna- DIY right. Network. I yes, can do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, it looks so easy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, first of all, a lot of projects look easy, <laughs> and then you have a torn up house. But um, the other thing is, is that what if something happened to Cousin Vinny? What if Mm. he wasn't able to perform his duties for whatever reason? And now we've allotted for this much lower amount of money to be incorporated in this rehab loan for that part of the project. And there therein lies the rub there. there, We were not going to have enough money to be able to fix it unless Cousin Vinny does it. Ah. So we're preparing for that by saying, no, we're going to get bids by from these licensed contracts. Gotcha. And they're the ones that we're going to hire to do this. That's why you can't do it either. Right. So you could, you know, you have to work. You've proven mm-hmm. that to us in the loan uh, <laughs> papers that we have. I know you have a 40 hour job. Right. So yeah. um, you doing the work isn't going to work either. Same exact reasons. Okay. So rehab projects want contractors. They want licensed bonded contractors, bids from them. Right. And how they work in this most general form is you take the amount of money that you owe on your current mortgage. Mm-hmm. Let's make it simple and say it's a hundred thousand. Okay. Now you've got bids that total tw- uh, 20,000, including your ice dam repair, maybe some new carpet on the lower level, whatever, whatever. And then um, we're going to build the loan off of those two things being put together. The okay. amount you owe and the amount of the rehab. Okay. So the home has to be worth more than that, obviously. We're not going to lend you more than what the home is worth. Fair enough. Same rules. But uh, that, that's how we build it in its most general form. We do this all the time. So when you're doing a rehab loan, this is something that I would go and I would talk to another mortgage professional like you because it's for the overall house. Exactly. It's not, and I this might be something that, yeah, I could talk to my bank, but that's not normally the kind of product that they do or yeah, how- exactly right okay. yeah so they, they might have one they might okay. have one product but they, i'm telling you there are oodles and oodles and oodles of products that depending on your certain set of circumstances the circumstances regarding your rehabbing maybe even your income 
uh, source for the loan, uh, different products will fit those different categories. So you, it's a puzzle. Lending is a puzzle. And that's why you want to come and talk to the puzzle master. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Shelly Ferris. Yes. And Shelly, I also want to, you know, this is going to sound silly, but I appreciate you freeing me up from thinking that I should do it myself. Mm-hmm. Because I watch all those shows just like everybody right. else. And I go, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I polish my own nails. Mm-hmm. I could do that. For you sure. know, kind of thing. Yes. I know how to clean a carpet. I could do that. Yeah, I, I can, can be vacuum. Do the carpet. Right. I should be able to lay and carpet too. Exactly. <laughs> and I look at those things and I then I have to realistically go, but is it in, if you go by what my strong suit is, is it in my best interest to actually do this or to right. hire a professional? Right. So I'm probably costing myself money in the long run. Right. If you add in all of the headache and, and the time I yes. can't do on other things. So we're not, anxiety. Exactly. So keep other people employed at what they are excellent at. Right. Find yourself yes. a good Find an expert. Yes. And just know what you're good at. Yes. I get that. Like if it's above painting, yes. I'm a great at painting. I'll paint a room. I love it. I, I find it very soothing to put the tape to tape up. And, you know, to do a good taping job is very soothing to me. Right. Look around and go, well done. And that's half of the painting right. job. Right. Yeah. And so I'm fine with that. And then I go, but now than that i need to pay somebody mm-hmm, to do this mm-hmm, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not my it's just not my strong yeah, suit same. i get that yeah same not my cup of tea either. right my husband yeah i've already i've already elevated him during this radio <laughs> program like, Here you yeah, go. he does everything and mm-hmm. so i i rely on him for everything but as we get on in years too that's kind of we're kind of turning a corner You're building there. a team now it's a little bit yeah. more about you know, do I really want to do that work? Do mm-hmm. I do I really have time? And, and if I'm going to put my time into that, what am I not putting my time into? Because life's a choice. Exactly. Yeah, so we we talk about all those things and those projects and how important, you know, it is to hire somebody versus just doing it on your own and waiting week after week after week for it to get done. <laughs> Until you get time. Oops, let you into the secret of my... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> nope. I, you know what? Yeah. That's a secret in your yeah. life and a lot yes. of the rest of ours. Exactly. That's something that is hiding in a lot of closets. Yep. I thought I was going to do it. Yeah. And then now it's been six months. Not getting there. So, you know, and sometimes, you know, for some people, they maybe don't qualify this way, but they can get what a line of credit or something. You could still get it done. All kinds of options. So there's home equity lines of credit that you could tap into. If you don't have one in place yet, be aware that the house has to be in good repair to get one of those because they're going to send an appraiser out. They're going to, depending on what loan to value you're looking for that second mortgage to bring you to. So I'll put some numbers to that. Let's okay. say that you currently owe about 80% of what your home is worth. Okay. So a lot of second mortgage companies, home equity lines of credit or actual second mortgages, they don't like to generally go much over that 80% value. Okay. It makes them nervous. Second mortgage companies took it in the shorts worse than anybody in the mortgage meltdown. Fair enough. So okay. they're a little skittish still. So if you've got questionable credit or questionable income and you're looking to go over that 80% mark, that may not be the right option for you okay that's why again you need to give me a shout because i there's other options there's other products that we can uh put you into or at least describe to you for your options to know oh yep that one's gonna work for me better or oh i'm gonna sell this house in a year anyway whatever whatever you know there's community money that you can tap into a lot of times so maybe you're a little more low income but you still need to do something on your house there's there's products out there for you don't again don't be the ostrich with your head in the snow (laughs) right and let the problem get worse and worse and worse you want to make sure that you jump on those products or projects and make sure that there's uh, money there to 
to help uh, with the paying. The cities are there to help you. They don't want the houses to de- degrade. All right. That doesn't, that's nothing good for them either. So. All right. Well, we're going to yeah. go to break, Shelly. So what are you going to cover when we get back? Okay. When we come back, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to turn the page from mm-hmm. rehabbing. Yes. And we're going to talk a little bit about some alternative products. Um, we have some great products at Syria Pacific that I haven't found anywhere else in the Twin Cities. Some alternatives to some first-time homebuyer money for down payment assistance. If you don't qualify the normal way, there's some other products out there. So we're going to chat about those. All right. And we'll also take your questions and advice. If you have any more Ice Dam advice out there, feel free to call us. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon, joined by Shelly Ferris from Sierra Pacific Mortgage. We've been talking about some different loan products that are out there, also taking your questions and suggestions mm-hmm. for our ice dams out there at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And, I, love and the, Shelley, I love the salt ball. Oh, no, that that's my awesome. favorite. Yeah. Are you going to run home? And throw I'm something? mad at myself for not thinking of it. Why? <laughs> that's why we have resources in a community. Yes. Well, I never sell the salt ball. Yeah, it never would have occurred to me that I should do me that. Either. And so I, I also think that we should start, um, I don't know, maybe like a Pinterest list of things you can use old pantyhose for. <laughs> now, because we have that one, I use my, I can use my old pantyhose to get ice off of my roof. Now I have the, I use it as a, a lint. Uh, collector on the hose that was on my, brilliant. my that washer. Was a brilliant one. Somebody yes. from the Menards and the, a la- lovely lady from the Menards told me that when I was getting a new lint trap thingy. And I shared with you about our uh, our deer repellent yes. uh, you, pantyhose. So if you yes. have deer or rabbits that yes. eat your plants, what is that, Shelly? So you put uh, uh, Irish Spring in some <laughs> old pantyhose and hang it on a plant in your yard and then the, <laughs> the radius of it, it'll keep them away. I know it's crazy and you're, you're trying to picture it now, aren't I you? I am. I'm going to use it. I'm totally <laughs> fine with that yeah. you know kind of thing because mm-hmm. i am a lady who enjoys her nylons same but then sometimes now it makes me you know it, it makes you sad when you run one right you know because i'm like those were nice hoes yes <laughs> those now are i nice. have to go find <laughs> exactly yeah. so now at least i know that i can repurpose them into the rest of my life and it will bother me less yeah. if i you know poke a fingernail through one of them we're so green. that's good we're green yes, here at my exactly talk. so if anybody else has any hits out there that they would like to share with us on the red hot real estate show again the number is 651-641-1071 and Shelly, we were going to talk about some alternate loan products that right, are out there. Yes. Okay. So, so, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a loan geek. Yes. So there's full disclosure for you. So <laughs> 25 years in the business does that to you. Mm-hmm. But when you come across something and you go, hey, mm-hmm. I never heard of that before. Right. That's rare for okay. me. That is a rare find for me. So uh, when I found, when I stumbled upon this product, um, it is for first-time homebuyers and for, uh, uh, like, military people, police people, um, EMTs. It, it's that segment of people. So okay. you don't have to be both. Right. You have to be one or the other. Okay. okay. Right. So you can be a, a police person and a second-time homeowner and make this one work for you. So here's okay. the differences. We have something in Minnesota called first-time homebuyer money. It's MHFA. Yes. It stands for Minnesota Housing Finance Agency. Okay. It's money that is supported by the state of Minnesota through a bond program. And then they set the guidelines, the rules for what, how you can use that money and when you can use that money. Okay. So 
they say, okay, you have to be a first-time homebuyer, which yes. means you haven't owned a home in the last three years. It says that you have to have a certain credit score, so 650 for FHA, mm-hmm. 640 for conventional, although I will tell you a super secret, and that is the system will never approve you if your credit score is that low on gotcha. conventional. Okay. So really you need about a 680, 690 on conventional. They'll, they'll give you this down payment assistance money. It's a lien against the property. You have to pay it back. Okay. They set the interest rate. Etc. Etc. And great program. I do yes. a ton of that program. We we work with that program all the time. Okay. Now here's where the conundrum comes in. Let's say you're a first time homebuyer and you don't have a 650 credit score. Right. Let's say your score is 630. And yes. now what do you do? Do I send you away and say, oh, go work on that? Right. Or here's what you can work on. Here's your homework. Sometimes, sometimes that's the right thing to do if you're really close or right. something like that. But sometimes so if there was a couple of bumps in your credit that you right. could probably repair in the next six to eight months. Exactly. Okay. Like fair maybe enough. time will heal you because you've had a late payment or maybe you need to open up additional credit so that you can have more to grade from. You okay. only have one trade line and that's just not enough to pump that score. Where so it things that are be. relatively easy for you to fix. Exactly. Okay. Yes. But let's say you've worked on your credit what seems to be ad nauseum, and right. you cannot get that credit score up there. You you try and try, you take my advice, mm-hmm. you read this stuff online, you apply, you know, those actions, and 630 after six months is the highest you can get. You're tired of living in where you're living now, right. maybe a, a trailer or yeah. something, to, and you just, you want better for your family, you want to be in a home. So there are programs for you folks. I'm I'm very excited to tell you it's an alternative to MHFA. You have to have one and a half percent of your own money for down payment. So okay. here we are at tax season. And, um, you know, if you get a refund, you can, you know, certainly earmark that money uh, for yourself. You could get a gift. You could take money from your 401k. You can save up the one and a half percent. So let's put numbers to this because I'm talking percentages and sometimes people's minds don't work real clearly in that. But let's say you're buying a house, you need to buy a house for two hundred thousand. One and a half percent is three thousand dollars. Okay. So that's the biggest difference in this program is that you have to come up with that amount of money versus $1,000 for the MHFA program. But here's a great little benefit to it. With this one and a half percent, there still is three and a half percent down payment required, but you get the money from a grant for the other two percent. Okay. And you live in the house for two years and the grant is forgiven. Oh, wow. So that's super cool. Mm -hmm. The MHFA used to have that as an element to their program, but they took it away. Now, once you have a lien, you will pay it back one way or the other, either monthly or when you sell the house, you'll pay the money back to the down payment assistance program. This first time homebuyer program, when you go to sell your house, you are, it's whatever you profit is your profit. There's no paying back any other program. Gotcha. And the score, I hope you're all sitting down. You mm-hmm. can go down to 580 wow. on this score. So there's not so much credit work that you have to do. And take the pressure off. If right. you're trying and you're doing the best you can, sometimes it's going to take a while. It mm-hmm. is. And, and so sometimes, you know, they're working on their credit. They're working on saving up down payment. They're working on everything. They're not yeah. having any fun. <laughs> they don't get to go out with friends anymore because no. they're saving up for debt. There's lots going on. So there's a, there, there are programs out there. That's my biggest point today is that I want you to know that 
If somebody tells you something that doesn't sit right with you or your plan, please call me. Right. I I mean, if nothing else, I can tell you, yeah, they were right. Mm -hmm. This is what's going to have to go on or this is how much time you're going to have to wait or you really do need a co-signer. But we're going to give you a path. We're going to give you a path and you don't have to stumble and wonder if you can ever go out with your friends again (laughs) and own a home. The answer is yes. Yes, you can. And you don't. The other thing is that it's not like you charge people to sit there and give them this resource. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I feel like I, I've gotten a lot of uh, benefits in my life for right. the work that I do. And, and, and I've worked hard. I, I know that. But at the same time, I'm very grateful. And it's my giving back. It's my piece for pay it forward or give back or whatever you want to call it. I have this knowledge and it's only good if I share it. It's not only good for me. So I, I get so much joy helping people right. into homes or into better credit situations or into just better financial situation and the thing that we've talked about before on this show is it's okay to know that you need resources and not to go you know there's a reason why we don't have all of this knowledge floating around in our own heads right. all the time exactly. you know like you deal with this all the time and you're still saying oh well this program has changed yes. or here's a new way that it's working and, right. and even when we were talking earlier i know you're joking but just knowing that our community goes oh no i have an idea or yeah. i've done this in my experience yeah. that's just the way it works in the mortgage well is right. in the world as well is that there's a lot of things out there that you know if if, if i'm a comedian no, I don't know everything about mortgages. Right. You know, kind of right. thing. I know what I know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it might not be very much, but right. it might be some, or mm-hmm. you gleaned this or that from a website or a conversation or a radio uh, show that you picked right. up or whatever. But then there's how we apply it to you specifically. Right. And that's going to always be different. So you've got to raise your hand. We can't call each and every one of you. You've got to raise your hand <laughs> so we can help you. And we're happy to do it. Well, really happy to do it. Normally when you sit down with clients is it um you know when we have that basic information you know and people are like okay i don't know where to start i don't know you know i'm afraid to call and ask shelly because she's going to ask me for all these things or she's going to berate me because i did x y and z right. what's the process really like when right. people that's call a you? great question mm-hmm. i actually have an appointment uh, meeting a brand new client after the show mm-hmm. and uh she she's kind of preparing. She's in a she's in a quandary uh, state of her uh, life currently. Right. She knows she's probably facing divorce. Yes. And she that's what we're going to sit down to talk about today is what now my life is going to change. Right. How what what do I need to think about as I'm going through this major life change as far as income? What should I have in that decree to make sure that I'm protected? How can I get money out of maybe out of the sale of their current home or maybe they're not selling it? You know, how can I get my due share out of that home and then go to buy a new home? And so this is a very preliminary conversation. We're going to look at our tax returns. We're going to determine the income. We're going to talk about what we think that divorce is going to look like and put her on at least answer the questions so she feels like she's on a a better road, a more stable uh, place to be able to make some of those decisions that the attorneys are going to require her to do. And I think that's wonderful that you're having that conversation now, because one of the things that you and I talked about, too, was maybe talking to your particular mortgage professional before you file your taxes and kind of go, well, here's what you're working with. And that may be great, but here's some repercussions so that you can do that long term planning. Indeed. You know, and so I think, you know, and we're going to go to, I know that producer Sonny is talking to someone right now on the phone. And so we're going to go ahead and let her finish that. And um, when we people, you know, we encourage people to call and be part of the show at 651-641-1071. But that's part of it is that, is it 
frightening sometimes to make that first call. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to take that fright take and that, that fear, fear out. out. Absolute. Yes, producer Sonny. I have a question for Sandy because mm-hmm. uh, our phones are down. So I have to ask myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but she wants to know what's the best way to increase your credit score. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Thank well, you, Sandy, for calling. Mm-hmm. There's lots of lots and lots of ways. Yes, thank you for calling in, Sandy. So um, it, it depends on, on uh, your credit score is based off of many elements. Right. And um, um, so part of it is your mix of credit. Part of it is your balances. Part of it is how long you've had credit open. So we'll bust those down a little bit. So your mix of credit. In general, uh, your credit score benefits from when you have a good mix of installment debt and revolving debt. So installment debt is things like your car loans. It's a mortgage. It's maybe a personal loan that you got from a bank where you pay back the same amount every month to stay on track and pay that debt off. It's not going to change and go up and down as your balances go up and down. Right. Revolving debt, that's your credit cards. So uh, sometimes people say to me, oh, I don't want to have credit cards because I don't want to get in trouble. Mm. Okay, so that's kind of like you took a test in high school, you aced the front of that page of test, and you forgot to turn it over and take all the questions on the backside. So you failed the test is what you end up doing, all because you missed the the whole other uh, category of being graded on. And that's what you're doing by putting your head in the sand or the snow and uh, not um, um, choosing not to have revolving debt. You can manage revolving debt. Revolving debt is not there to trip you up. It really isn't. You can set things on automatic payments today. There's all kinds of ways to make revolving debt easier for you to manage, but it's an important part. So you got to have the good mix. That's important. If you have those revolving debts, you don't want to max those uh, credit cards out every month. So balances are very important to that part of the grading. Okay. So let's say you have a credit card, um, Shannon, and you've got a $1,000 limit. Yes. Okay. And so you go and you charge it up all the way up to $1,000 every month, and then you pay it down to zero, and then you charge it up to $1,000 and you pay it down to zero. That's roller coastering, we yes. call that in our business. And although you are utilizing your credit, and that's important, you're maxing it. So you're telling the credit bureaus you don't know how to manage debt. Okay. I'm going to spend all my money and then I'll pay it off. Okay. Spend all my money and then I'll pay it off. That isn't managing and you're not going to grade well for that. So I tell people use 30%. Think of that as your mark. Okay. So if you have a $1,000 limit on your credit card, you think of that as a $350 limit on your credit card. You don't allow yourself to spend more than that in one month's time. Fair enough. Yes. And so usually of things that affect your credit the most quickly, is it taking care of that debt where you'll see the change more quickly versus if you miss a payment, that'll take a long time for it to drop off? Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to take about, generally speaking, about... Uh, if you get a new revolving credit, you're going to get um, a lift at seven months and another lift at 24 months. They just happen mm-hmm. by, when you pay on time. But if you if you like keep that credit max, let's say that you've got a credit card that's a thousand dollar limit and another one that's a two thousand dollar limit, and you've got balances on there of like nine hundred and nineteen hundred. Yes, but I'm not going over, and right. I'm making my minimum payment, Shelley. So I'm I'm staying on track. So this should be good. Eh? It's, it's going to pull your score down mm-hmm. just like you're making late payments if you keep those balances up there. You got to get the balances down. So you can do that one of two ways. You can either pay them down, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what you should do. That's yes. just my own personal advice there. <laughs> right? But, or increase your credit limit. You get the same bang 
either way. Okay. Because now you're going to have that utilization lower than you would if you kept the balance at where it was. Great advice from our credit contestant, mm-hmm. Shelly Ferris mm-hmm. from Sierra Pacific Mortgage. We also have more time for you to call in in our final segment that we're going to go into after this. And what else are we going to cover when we wrap up, Shelly? So the last thing we're going to talk about is we're going to drill into those QM programs, non-QM programs a little bit more. And I'm going to give you examples of different uh, em- employments that benefit from a non-QM perspective. We're also taking your calls at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071, also available at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword Red Hot. Shelly Ferris from Sierra Pacific Mortgage is here. And Shelly will remind everybody at the end of the show, but they can always contact you personally at 612-839-6918. Yes, right? absolutely. That is your number, 612-839-6918. We'll make sure that it is also on the Red Hot Real Estate page. And it's very, you know, I remind people, I'm like, it depends, you know, find Finding a mortgage professional for you is always about finding somebody that articulates things in a way that makes sense to you and that you feel comfortable with. And there are very different personality types that are out there for everybody. Right. Um, and I do appreciate the nurturing side of you. That is just Shelly. That is. Shelly has candles and nurtures <laughs> nurtures you as you are on this journey oh, yeah, to got getting. i purple in the window or feng shui and all over <laughs> right? the place. I need to get you some little bonsai trees. Yes, I feel like nice. I don't think you have one of those, but I, I feel like so. you would. In my imagination, you're Love. you need a bonsai tree and some succulents. And <laughs> you you didn't have those last time I went I to your a, office. I have a fake succulent. Okay. Um, <laughs> full disclosure, I didn't a know it was succulent. fake, so oh. I was watering it for a while until my daughter said, "Hey, oh, great. you're like this is the best succulent ever." <laughs> Look at me go on the side. I have such a green thumb. I oh, like that. That grief. is perfect. That's adorable. That is yeah. part of the reason why I adore you, yeah, Shelly. The yeah. fact that you were watering your fake succulent. <laughs> Your faux succulent. Oh, yeah. I will get you a real succulent because I feel like you need that <laughs> in your office when you're over there at Sierra Pacific Mortgage. And we encourage people to give you a call, especially Absolutely. this time of year when you were sitting there trying to figure out, well, what am I going to do as I move into 2019? Mm-hmm. You know, this is usually a good time for people. You're already collecting a lot of the paperwork. You're getting all of these forms from, uh, you know, as you get ready to do your taxes. You know, this is when I start thinking about these things because mm-hmm. I'm filling out my taxes. You start looking at your bank statements, looking, especially as we were talking about those non-qualified mortgages, all right. those people like me that they're sitting there going, do I have all my receipts? You right. start looking through all of your old credit card yeah. statements going, did I forget something that I should deduct? Should I even deduct this? Or should That's I try and like, like suck it up and not put it down? Now's the time of the year that right. we start doing that. Right. How am I affecting myself by putting these numbers on this piece of paper? You don't even know. No. If you're looking at it fully from the prospect of, I don't want to pay any taxes. Right. That may be a different <laughs> tax return than the guy who wants to buy a house. That right. might be a different tax return. So because we should talk. I think it's interesting. Like I know when you and I were discussing this, a lot of it is where do you find balance? You know, kind of thing. Because if you are your own business, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of those scenarios that you have where you are your own business, mm-hmm. you want to look as though you are prospering, but you also don't want to look like you made more money than you did, right? right? And so how, exactly do you, right. how do you help us navigate those roads? Yep, so I, I just sat down with a, a My Talk listener last Friday, as a matter of fact, um, self-employed people. Mm-hmm. They own a couple of um, really cute, eclectic 
a consignment shops. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Re- oh, my gosh. Yes. We had a great, great conversation. And then we also talked about mortgage lending. But yes. Mm-hmm. Really great conversation about uh, product and where mm-hmm. they get merchandise and all that. But she she uh, hasn't filed taxes yet on okay. that new business. Mm. And so her question was very broad. And right. we talked about lots of different things as far as, you know, how do you pay yourself and how do you track that? Right. And if you haven't filed taxes yet, what are you going to tell the tax return people how you pay yourself and how you track yeah. that? And we really got broad. And she's a really unique situation because they want to buy a property that's a mixed use so that they can have their commercial store downstairs and live upstairs. That would work yeah. really, really well for them. Mm-hmm. I can totally see that. Whole different body of lending. That's Correct. all part of that's part of the commercial lending world. Mm-hmm. And they're not as apt to uh, uh, accept some of these alternative lending uh, uh, means that we've been talking about here today and Fair last enough. week. Uh, but uh, still, I can talk to you about, and I did with her about, you know, how does a lender look at you right. and what is your better road? Maybe mortgage lending isn't your road. Maybe small business association is your road. And so we just talked about, um, she's gathering up some documentation mm-hmm. for us. I'm looking up some guidelines, but on our initial meeting, that's mostly what we talked about was tell me about your business. Right. It wasn't about this is what you qualify for. It was about what am I going to be able to even get from you? Yes. So that's, those were some of the rocks that we uncovered. Sometimes it takes a couple of meetings before right. we're able to pull the, the um, blanket all the way back. And I do think a lot of our MyTalk listeners are in similar situations as me. Maybe you were working for one company for years, full time, and you're like, you know, it makes more sense for me to become an independent contractor. Right. Maybe I still work for that company part time, right. but I'm not. I'm no longer a W-2 employee from them. Exactly. You know, now I'm a 1099. Yes. You know, I fill out, you know, different, maybe I'm hourly, maybe I have a, a contract rate. I think a lot of people pivoted in that because it made sense for their lifestyle. Right. And, and, in, and sometimes you end up making more money. Right. But it does make it difficult. It does make it difficult. When we're moving into these kind of mortgage scenarios. And, and people don't live their lives like, okay, I'm going to buy a house in two years, right. so I better not start a new business today. No, that is not what they think no. about her. I better not input all of my $20,000 that I've saved up over the last 10 years into my new business and now, you know, erase all of the savings that I, now you don't look as good on paper, exactly. right? Because that money's gone. So people live their lives how they live their lives. And so I think that's what these non-QM products have kind of uh, um, realized is that there's a whole uh, group of people that we've left on the sidelines while we've been so concerned about following uh, and being able to do loans just normally. Right. We're let, we're, and I don't want to call them abnormal, but you know, they're just, you know, what, not, I kind of like that. I'll put that on a box. t-shirt. I'll call myself abnormal. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Abby normal. Yes, Abby normal. Yes. yes. I like it yes. because there are a lot of those that don't people. fit the box. No. And then I, I'm glad that they are now broadening mm-hmm. this conversation mm-hmm. because I do think that a number of people like myself had just said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rent for the rest right. of my life because I've decided to make this particular career choice. And exactly. so now you're going, that's not the case. Right. That's mm-hmm. exactly, that's exactly right. So I had, I had a gal that I talked to last week, less than two years out of bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. She's putting 20% down. So that's great. But she doesn't want to do anything that's like FHA or something along those lines where she's going to have mortgage insurance because she's putting enough money down payment. These programs will allow less than two years 
out of bankruptcy. So if you're sitting on the sidelines because that's your story, you right. need to call me because right. there are options. There are lots of options out there, folks. Don't don't let yourself sit out in the cold. Let's get you in a nice warm house. Right. And again, the number to call you is 612-839-6918. And before we leave today, I know that we had a quick trivia question that we want to do on Mimi's yes. behalf, right? So let's give that out real let's, quick. Let's let's put it and we and we kind of touched on it earlier today, mm-hmm. so I'm going to give you that tip. But um email Mimi and at, answer this question. When attempting to increase your credit score, is it better to pay off your credit card balance to zero every month or not pay it off monthly and carry a little balance over next month. And that email is Mimi at mnredhotrealestate.com. Make sure you answer that trivia yes, question. Yes. And, and we will see you guys. We'll announce it on the next time and yes. we'll get you a prize. Thanks, Shelly. Okay, we appreciate you. you guys listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Find us at mytalk1071.com keyword red hot.